0: Hello and welcome to the Press the Action Button Podcast, where one nerd and one Ironman Tanzarian talk about the things that they enjoy, mostly games. My name is Newman. My name is Yusuf.
1: And today we're going to talk about Grand Theft Auto 3. Yes, the original uh, PlayStation 2 exclusive, uh, which then made a lot of waves, their first move into 3D. Um, but as per, I'll ask you, how are you doing, Newman? You well?
0: Grand. Yeah, yeah, I'm not too bad. Um, haven't been doing too much gaming this week, to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. Played a bit of uh, finished Pilot Wings and got all my silver and gold medals and unlocked the hopper thing where you hop around with your, you know, these kind of space, not space hoppers, but these two jet boots and stuff. You're hopping. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I did all that, and then I've been playing banjo kazooie, which I've been very much enjoying. I have to say something now. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. Look at your face already. (laughs) I controls of these old retro games aren't as (laughs) finely tuned. As I would enjoy. It was a little bit irritating last night, to be honest. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, but
1: <I was laughs> <where> that's <laughs> this this idea you have that new games are just bad and they're not as good as they used to. They've got a they've got a fine layer of nostalgia all over them.
0: Yeah, they have a fine layer of nostalgia, but that's still, you know, I still want to have them. Um, and I, yeah, I'm really enjoying Banjo Kazooie. It's really enjoyable. It's uh, I love the characters. I love Kazooie. It's yeah, Kazooie who's like she just seems to always have this problem with the mole guy who's teaching you stuff. You know, it's just like, yeah, exactly. And she's just like arguing with him all the time. It's like, okay, right. Um, But no, it's in, I remember, so I forgot stuff that you could fly, you know, when you go on certain platforms and you could do these huge springy jumps and um, it's really, it's really good. Like the controls, I would like to be better, but having said that, you know, that was, it was one of the first forays into
1: 3d, and yeah. um, I thought that was um, my, I mean I haven't played it since you know the late 90s but like um, I always remember that playing like Mario 64 or, that, or those basic 3D games that were out at the time
0: yeah uh, well no I mean it, it does but I think Mario 64 was was finer tuned right? Um, and he's definitely more uh, um, athletic and you know agile you know because Kazooie okay. is a bear you know, yeah. and so he's kind of like you know, I,
1: thought or, banjo I just it was the bear,
0: sorry, banjo is the bear, so like yeah. uh, apart from the time where you're like have Kazooie out of your backpack and run around quickly, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, it's you don't like Mario can quickly change direction, flip in other directions, you know, and it, yeah. like is, so, but I know it's it is very good, and I'm enjoying it, but I don't know what I'm gonna play next, but i I am uh, currently binning on a dreamcast,
1: oh really, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, at least you're going through the game <laughs> at a fast enough rate that maybe by 2022 you'll be like, "Have a PlayStation 5," and they actually work really well. Uh, these games are brilliant and they play really fun. Well, I'll be buying a PlayStation 5 as soon as it comes out, I
0: think. But um, uh, yeah, no, but the Dreamcast was such like an overlooked console, and there were so many like really cool games on it. I was like, you know, I always wanted one as a kid and um, mm. it's a slick looking thing it's a beautiful looking console so it's, it's, it's at 58 sterling now for a, a Dreamcast in three games so it's not, not bad for of the game see
1: one won them Crazy Taxi yes of course
0: yeah yeah Crazy Taxi um, House of the Dead 2 and Resident Evil Code Veronica so Ooh. if anyone is uh, currently watching that deal hands off it's mine alright uh, podcasts <laughs> don't
1: tend to go out live you man it's, <laughs> no? it's a massive strain on the editor's <laughs> wrists? <laughs> I see, I see. Uh, what have you been playing? So I've been, excuse me, Bob Fleming here. Um, I've been playing uh, a bit of, a little bit of Fall Guys. I was finishing that. But I've also been playing a old game in a remake of Trials of Mana. Ah, the one I got you. The one you got me. Um, Hmm. It's a little flawed. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's got really good character. Like the character design is lovely. It looks quite good. But I think, and it, it also has this quite nice thing, which I didn't realize. I thought it was a standard kind of RPG and all the characters on the front are your party and you go through their journeys and you meet up with them. But at the start of the game, you pick what three characters you want out of the, mm. all the people that are there. And then you play their story, you know? So you play yeah. your main character and then your two like allies. Um, and then when you meet up with them, you have this option of like, oh, do you want to see their past? Or you can just say no. You can just say no. You mm. don't want to see what the story is. That's what I go for. <laughs> it's like, don't care. Come on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, but it's it, like, it seems like Wahog games were kind of made. For, I mean, it's it's an originally a SNES game. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, This was the third of, of a series. So it was a SNES game. That is third, T-H-I-R-D, uh, not, the, not the third of the series. Um mm but yeah so just for example like like one of the characters like the main character, i uh, like his name is kevin and it's just <laughs> you know he's like this half beast half man thing it's just like kevin really you couldn't you know it just it doesn't feel like it's you know like the there's a character whose name is literally hero king and his name is the hero <laughs> king what's uh, wrong with that that's perfect you don't need You know, <laughs> it, it seems like, yeah, this kind of old games you did. It. There's a character who's a fairy who's called fairy. There's a f- character who's a gnome. Sounds perfect so far. Yeah. But the, but the thing is like there's loads of <laughs> other fairies. Like, are they but they have they haven't told me their names, so it's just, <laughs> I, I, I just there's a bit of that kind of thing about it. But like I, I I have to actually say when I was just going around like the villages and I saw like this old this this the weapon shop. And on the front of it was just like this big broadsword on the, you know, just to indicate this is a weapon shop, that's the item shop. I was just like so happy to go. This reminds me of those games where yeah in a town, when you get to a new town, you're like, I'm gonna go to the weapon shop, I'm gonna see what the latest weapons like. Yeah, like that. so yeah. that that yeah. was quite cool. Um so I'm gonna give it a little bit more time, but I, I think it's it's a little bit they did a great job updating the graphics and stuff. The voice yeah. acting is not good. Oh, okay. Right, um, right. And they do this little, this little tiny thing which annoys me is: so you, they put up the like whole text of like one or two sentences they're going to say up on the screen, but they yeah. say it really slowly. So if I press like, A to skip it to go to the mm. next one, it doesn't skip to the next sentence they're going to say; it like skips like the next shot. So sometimes you you miss a scene, and I didn't realize this at the beginning. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. So right. it's not like next sentence; it goes next scene, which means you can skip something that's happening. So at the beginning, I was that's like, "That's annoying." Yeah, I'm like, sorry, how did my character end up on the ground? And I missed it. The main villain put up my head a fireball. Because it took him... Like, it took him so, I had to watch it on YouTube, because it took him so long to kind of go like, hmm, what's going on here? And I'm like, yeah, I read this. Come on, let's yeah, what's yeah. what's next. And then, you know, the next scene is somebody walking away from him while he's on the ground. I'm like, how does that happen? That's brilliant. So, um, I, I, got part, like, I do love the art style. I think it looks really cool. Um, And I want to... Uh, I'm going to give it a little bit longer and see what the story is on it, but it, it does seem a little bit, you know, a little bit of its time.
0: Yeah, okay, right. Maybe it's one of those things that you, you know, you enjoyed playing in the past and like it's like a, a remake, you know, that you can play on modern kind of consoles and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you know there's still people and companies releasing games for the SNES and the Mega
1: Drive and stuff? Really? Yeah. Like, I imagine individual people, but companies, that's weird. Uh,
0: yeah, there was a company that did a, a, an RPG there. Now, this was probably, uh, I'd say it was five years ago I was reading about it, but, like, it was, like, they're releasing it on the SNES, so. I
1: know. mean, like, that's kind of sweet, I guess. There's, the, there's kind of a nice idea. How frustrating must that be, you know, where the machine you're using is a hundred times more powerful than the technology you're trying to make it, you know, play on?
0: Yeah, but at the same time, I'd imagine like that makes it easier than what it would have been back in the day.
1: Oh no, because like you would have to make you'd have to make like like an image so small, like such Mm. a you know, right? Yeah, like I'd say whatever software they're using by default doesn't even save something that small because it'd be pointless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a texture on something that's very yeah.
0: Yeah, I thought it was cool, but I was actually uh, bidding on a GameCube as well.
1: <laughs> I think it's in the attic. You need to get. It's it, not in the
0: attic. I looked there. I looked at the box. It's not in there.
1: I think it's in there. I think. I think it's not. Or and the GameCube are in the attic. I just think you haven't got in. They're
0: it. not in the attic. I'm telling you now. But anyway, I was looking at it because <laughs> it was like for chips, and it was like um, 50. Well, at the moment it's like 99 euro for like seven games and this uh, bundle. I was looking at and the GameCube two controllers, blah blah blah. And Butter I was looking again. at. it uh there's Mario Kart Double Dash, which I still have downstairs. There's, um, like, 180 Snowboarding. Um, there's Samurai Jack. Do you remember oh. that Samurai
1: Jack? No. I remember the, the cartoon.
0: Yeah, the cartoon, yeah. yeah. And then there's, like, F, F-Zero F and stuff like that. But um, I, I was looking at it, and I was like, yeah, definitely going to be honest. Like, I definitely want to play GameCube. And then I remembered that, like, the Wii plays GameCube games. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can plug in controllers into it, and it connects with an HDMI cable. Yeah. So I was was like, why would I buy a GameCube when I have a Wii? You know what I mean?
1: I don't know. Have the physical console.
0: Yeah. Well, I like I do like the look of it because it was like the
1: cube, and um, we had Eternal Darkness back in the day. Remember that? Yeah. I was just thinking that that's weirdly that's the game I first think of when you say GameCube.
0: Yeah, same here. Because I think it was a launch title. It was Nintendo trying to say, look, we can make games that aren't, uh, you know, children, children's games. Yeah. yeah so,
1: yeah. Um, yeah. But true. anyway, I'll- I remember it like, you know, you're just playing that and you're like walking around this creepy house and then it would just suddenly cut to like the main character dead in the bathtub full of blood.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, it, like, it, it, yeah. It kind of went to like, because I think it was, you know, it wasn't only horror, it was the fact that she was losing her mind as well. Yeah you know which is kind of dangerous ground i think really these days
1: they into... uh, they do it differently they do it differently but um, what was it? i think it was that hellblade game that was um uh, meant mm-hmm. got a lot of credit for dealing with um that kind of idea because i think there is sometimes character you know video games like and then they went crazy and then they you know it's like right this is a bit insensitive yeah. maybe about you know someone who's yeah like a traumatic event and then you're like oh another okay
0: yeah, I didn't know anything about Hellblade. Is that a.? It's an Xbox exclusive, I believe.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And what was I going to say? I downloaded. I haven't started playing it yet. I downloaded Journey. Ah, brilliant. I'm going to start playing it soon based off the chat and also based off the fact that I got a text from a listener saying that they <laughs> uh, liked the, the music so much in the last relaxing episode. Um, yeah. That they went on to listen to Journey music.
0: Pretty, brilliant, yeah, yeah, yeah. fantastic! I think I got that same text. Um, was
1: that <laughs> yeah,
0: I should say that we actually have uh, listeners in Germany and uh, the Netherlands now. So we'd like to, uh, you know, thank you very much for listening and uh, for rating us. Yeah, you know, if it, if it endears me any more to you, I did previously work in German and Dutch banks. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody likes bankers. <laughs> <laughs> that's like someone coming over and saying, "You know, oh, I, exactly. You're Irish, so I really like Guinness."
1: It's yeah. like, "Oh, do you?" Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> so, anyway, shout out to my German and uh, Dutch peeps. <laughs> Thank you very much, and to the person in Germany who gave us a rating—you have a special place in my heart forever. Yes. Thank you very much. And also, I know we said last episode, but just once again, the, we've had a surge in listeners. So thank you so much to everybody. We've got people in the US, Ireland, UK, um, mm-hmm. and across Europe. Um, so thank you so much, everybody's listening. We really appreciate that.
0: Yeah. And get involved, folks. You know, it'll, it'll make it more enjoyable for not only you, but us too. So um,
1: I, want, I, I guess... You something about yeah. um, So when I was looking at Journey, right? So I was looking at the different ways of getting it, and I was looking at... Uh, you can get it. It was on sale. So I think I got it for €4.94. Euro. So none. Okay. Yeah, nice. discounted price. But it was also there for like a cent. And I was like, what? And I was looking at it. It was PS Now. Do you know about PS Now?
0: Yeah, you have to have the... That's the membership thing, isn't it? So oh, no, no. I'm sorry, PS Now is the streaming service.
1: Kind of. It, the, yeah. Yeah, so you kind of get the thing. But it was like 10 quid a month. And you get Bloodborne for free with it.
0: Yeah, but you can only play for as long as you have the membership to the...
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, well, like I just thought that was mad because I mean you could get. Um, I mean I don't know how good it is. I don't know what the rest of the games that were on it. but I mean, mm. I was just looking for Journey. So if I paid a tenner for that, I could have got Bloodborne for free and got Journey for a quid, which would have been six quid more expensive than I paid for Journey on its own. But in the end, I didn't go for it because yeah, mm. because the same thing. I was like, well, it's online only, and I I don't want to lose the game when I you know yeah uh, cancel the when that.
0: They, I remember when they were first talking about that PS Now. They are talking about it for ages, and it launched in the UK and everywhere, and it took forever to come to Ireland. And I was like, yeah, I wanted to play old console games and stuff, but the, the real game I wanted to play was um, Metal Gear 4. Oh,
1: because yeah, I never no. had
0: a PlayStation 3, and yeah. you never had a PlayStation 3. No. So I never played it, and it wasn't re-released on the PS4. Or, so there was no other way to play it other than actually getting a PS3, and it wasn't on the, the catalogue. For PS That's now games,
1: actually, really weird because I mean they re- they re-released and remastered like one, two, and three, and yeah, like, you could play like could you play one of them on the GameCube or something? Twin Snakes was not that one? Yeah, Twin Snakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that was
0: remake of the first one.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah. it's a bit weird that you could they actually still haven't done uh, four for even like an online version of PS four. Mm-hmm. I wonder yeah, why. What? I don't know. Mm. Anyway, anyway, so you were talking about Crazy Taxi earlier on, which is. Mm-hmm. Uh, very much inspired by our game of uh our game of the day.
0: Ah yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I didn't see where that wasn't that wasn't as good a segue as last week, Yusuf, I'm afraid. But um look, yeah, so Grand Theft Auto 3. Mm-hmm. Um this is a game that has like a real uh a place in my heart because well, not for the theme of the game, but just <laughs> the the memory surrounding it. Um the fact that for me it was the first truly kind of sandbox game the freedom of it the fact that it felt like a real city um and that you weren't tied down to doing missions you could just go around and do whatever you wanted um and obviously as a kid like you're playing a game that's 18 that you shouldn't be and you're kind of like oh (laughs) so um yeah that i mean that was it was you know looking back in it and looking it up again i think it would still be playable now i really do
1: I think so, yeah. I mean, it was... Like, part of the reason we chose it is because it kind of set the ground for all of these games, you know, mm-hmm. for every modern open-world game of, like, freedom and stuff like that, of, like, what you could do and go where you wanted or whatever. This is the first one in 3D, and, I mean, I made a pretty big leap from what the older ones were.
0: Tremendous leap. And, like... And like huge. Yeah, and the first two games, if you if you recall, that they were you know, a view, a bird's eye view, a top-down view. And it was kind of cartoony graphics, uh, Mm. poor graphics, really, in comparison to, like, what was around at the time, like, you know, Mario 64. But uh, the leap that they made, as we say, from the second to uh, the third is just, I mean, it's colossal. It's unbelievable. And, like, it it was like, if you had a scale to your ambition, this would have been at, like, 11, you know, because it was just... Uh, it didn't feel like they cut corners anywhere. That like every time they had an opportunity to say, "Oh, let's try this," they did, and like you know, uh, they didn't curb their their ambition in a, in any way from what I saw. You know.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think um, I'll go into it a bit more one time at like the the gameplay of it, but I think if you look back at it now and even like the characters and stuff, they aren't like the most detailed thing at all. Like just the people, no who- and stuff like that. But the thing about it was everything flowed it felt yeah. like a real city and i guess you know games which something which at the time if they looked great it would be like well it's really sparsely populated mm-hmm. i mean because that's a lot of time and effort to create those characters and yeah. they made the decision of let's get the feel of this right more than the look of it and i mean it yeah. I anyway it was a massive leap anyway because it was a 3D and you were down at you know third person kind of camera view rather than being a uh, top-down only you know very flat uh, game before
0: yeah and like i think that's the kind of the one thing that i would say stands out in my memory is how much it felt like a city a real living breathing city and it, that's kind of what they went uh out, out to do but um I, I like this is kind of one of those things where like you know when you got your hands on like mario 64 and you just couldn't believe it mm-hmm. this was kind of like this was similar to that you know where it was like hold on a minute like where you know where where's the cor- where are the corners going to be cut, or where am i going to get the smack in the face where this is the first 20 minutes and the game's going to completely change and that never happened yeah, yeah. you know and like I, I don't think there was any loading times either you know you were just driving from it, bitter... i think
1: if you went from like to a different part of the city i think there could have been but if you yeah remember, uh if you when you started it up there was a lot of loading then. Yeah. It, was, it was one of those games you sat there for a while
0: yeah yeah i remember that but um yeah really really fantastic game fantastic voice acting fantastic radio which you'll get into yeah. which i think just really added to how much of like a real world it felt i was actually going through a lot of i listened to a lot of um the radio trying to get audio clips for this podcast and like it really just felt like i was listening to like do you remember, that, do you remember that old show coast to coast like that uh no Oh, with your man, J. C. Webster, the third?
1: Oh yeah, 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 where <laughs> oh, I like
0: no. exactly, yeah, like exactly, it kind of yeah. reminded me of that, um you know, because like they have all these wacky colors and wacky ads, and you know, it was just it was so endearing, and um, yeah, just a huge step, and like you know, the building blocks to where games went after this, and yeah. where the bar was set after this was just tremendous.
1: yeah, so why don't you give us a breakdown of how it started?
0: Indeed, I shall. So I'll just uh, get my notes, and uh, many notes I have. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, so um, GTA was started in, by DMA Designs in mm-hmm. 1987 by the founder David Jones, um, minus the locker. That was awful. <laughs> I'm going to mute you for the rest of this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so sorry about that. But um, yeah, so he was a game designer um, and he set up DMA Designs um, in 1987, as I just said. And they did a few kind of side-scrolling games. I think they did a few titles for um, other companies, but their main kind of, their biggest kind of hit um, was Lemmings in 1991. Yeah, which um, I really love that game. I haven't played it in years and years, but I do remember it was one of those games that we, you know, you know you'd be in like uh on your break in in school and like the kids would be talking about oh lemons like you know yeah, or worms yeah. you know th- those kind of games um and they also did another game that uh i really enjoy which was uni racers do you remember that no not at all uni racers was a game where it was like you were racing along these kind of platforms which you were you were a unicycle <laughs> i don't remember this at all it sounds no. Odd. Yeah, it sounds awful, but it's you know, <laughs> to be honest, it's probably not a very thought out concept because there's no one on the unicycle; like you're just a unicycle. But yeah, um, I remember that. That was a kind of a big one for the Snaz as well. Um, but so they kind of got their taste developing kind of smaller games like that, and then they um, started developing a game called. Do you know what, it, what it's called? What GTA was originally called.
1: Um, was it was like Cops and Robbers? close
0: though race and chase yes yeah 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 so they they wanted it to be like this kind of video game version of cops and robbers um but like they they, they had a huge amount of technical problems with it and uh, the system was crashing all the time and it just actually wasn't fun which is yeah. you know one of those things we talked about before how do you how do you make something fun? You know, it, it, it's, it's a very hard balance. Um, you can develop a whole game without making it fun. So then um, Jones and, and uh, DMEA met uh, two brothers, Sam and Dan Hauser. Very cool names, if I may say so myself. And um, they both worked at uh, BMG Interactive. Um DMA provided um, the brothers a demo of race and chase and they, the uh, Sam and dance saw potential in the demo. And they said that they would help work on the game. Now I don't, I, I don't know the technicalities because, because I know both companies were involved in DMA and BMG. So I think DMA helped, um, you know, develop it with BMG and BMG published it or something like that. You know, I, you know, I don't, you really know, these technical specifications. It gets a bit
1: kind of mashed together because then DMA does eventually become Rockstar North. Yeah. Exactly. So, a lot of the same people. So, you know, and you know, this was kind of part of the reason they they became the same thing. So, I think a lot of it kind of moves together and and what they were sharing with their files and what they could do kind of became the same thing.
0: Pretty much, yeah. So, probably we'll say maybe they co developed it. But, um, do you know what caused um, Race and Chase to to become the fun game? Oh, yes, I do.
1: Go on. A glitch. uh, Yes, a bug. The police, uh, when they were chasing people they accidentally became really aggressive and they started trying to ram yeah. the cars off the road and they yeah. just thought they find it. They found out that this was way more fun than it just being, Oh, we're trying to stop you and pull you over or whatever. So yeah. it became the, uh, what essentially became Grand Theft Auto.
0: Yeah. And I love the fact that like, I love when that happens in life, you know what I mean? When it's like, um like a mistake causes something to be seen or like, you know, like do you ever hear those stories where like penicillin or stuff like that was invented by mistake where like yeah. something you know i just love that kind of stuff because it's like it's outside your thinking of like you know what you see is as possible and so that i love when when a bug can cause something like that but um yeah so that's the, obviously once the bug uh, was making the police more aggressive and um, they realized that uh, race and chase probably didn't fit so well so grand theft auto was uh, then um, the official title of the game yeah um, it was released in the UK first um, Even though it was kind of set in the US And You um, should say that DNA yeah? was uh, Originally based in Edinburgh Oh Yeah, 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 Dun-
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Edinburgh, oh had Dundee, Scotland Okay, okay Oh, maybe was Sorry, maybe that's where Rockstar North is now based But it, it was in uh, Scotland anyway
0: Yeah, yeah um so, our neighbors, and um, but yeah, so it was released in the UK first. And apparently, marketing was a big concern because, as you know, people's tastes for uh, these kind of games, you know, with violence and stuff, was a little bit, shall we say, sensitive. Um,
1: well, did you have you? I don't know if you're going to get to it, but uh, did you hear of some of their clever uh, marketing? I heard that that
0: basically what they did was they hired Max Clifford,
1: yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, um, who who did a number of sensationalist, uh, high, uh, you know, uh, headlines to kind of market the game. No, uh, any publicity is good publicity, is it?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's the thing. So it's just like he was—he's the kind of he wrote the things that you know you might see in those tabloidy. I'm gonna say raggy newspapers of you know, like daily Daily Mail headlines and another paper I don't even want to talk about. Um, hmm. They, those kind of things are like, oh, these horrible children are at risk and stuff like that. They push that intentionally, and it caused the controversy, which makes kids want to play it. Why is everyone yeah. can't play this game? Exactly. And I was thinking about it, right? Where when I, when I, I was looking at some of the old footage, of like the original one, and the thing is, you know, you're you're there running around from the top down. You're just like shooting at people and stuff like that and they're like innocent kind of people so so it's you know they're like oh this is horrible look at them they're, they're killing people but then i thought it looked so similar to the die hard game where yeah true you just like had a machine gun you were just unloading it on people but the only difference is you were told oh these guys are the bad guys and these guys are the good guys it looked exactly the same yeah yeah but anything yeah. it seemed a bit more real from grand theft Auto oaks on some of those ones you were down at their level you know what i mean yeah, but, like, you know, but this is the thing. It looked like other games, other games were worse, other media was worse. But yeah, they knew that if they went, Hey, you're playing a criminal in this game, it rewards you for being you know uh, malicious and everything. And they were like, hey, Yeah, this is gonna work. It was like
0: South Park. Remember when South Park first came out and then the trailer and the cartoons were cursing? And you're like, What the hell? I've never yeah. seen a cartoon curse before, and like, the, you know, just that kind of like furore. Of, you know, people didn't really know what it was about, but it caused them to look into it and have interest yeah. in it, you know. So, yeah, yeah as we say, like um, any publicity is good publicity. Speaking of, uh, you know, your your crappy, uh, cheapy uh, newspapers, did you see Gemma O'Doherty was arrested yesterday?
1: No, was she? Yeah,
0: I was delighted at that. Oh, for what? Uh, for a public order offence or something. She was like uh, had a sign up somewhere and she was, um, I don't know what she was doing, but she live streamed the thing and then she ended up getting <laughs> arrested. So it was, it was
1: absolutely chuffed at that. For anybody who doesn't know, uh, Gemma O'Doherty is essentially um, the Nigel Farage of Ireland. Uh, she, oh, she's way worse than that, Yusuf. She, she, she's, she is bad, yeah, yeah. But I mean, he's the most popular kind of thing I, you know, I know of that, other people might not know who she is yeah you know um not a she nice got, person has a, has a no. lot of things a lot of hate speech a lot of yeah she know. got that
0: family chased out of ireland really Do you remember like there was a mixed-race couple doing a lidl or aldead
1: oh and she, yeah and yeah
0: and she tweeted it and like you know and they got the fierce amount of abuse after that you know so yeah. she's horrible absolutely yeah. horrible she had a lot
1: of videos where she was recording right in the middle of like the uh, lockdown when you weren't allowed to kind of be out where the police were trying to tell her, like they were there, they what they were doing is they were going, where are you going? Try and stay within your distance and stuff like that. When they like, you know, they weren't kicking anybody out of places and stuff like that. Cause nowhere was open, you know, mm-hmm. they were going, look, just try and stay within your thing. Only take necessary journeys. And she was like recording herself giving abuse to this, like, you know, young guy that was just gone, look, you can do what you want to do. And she's like, you know, you can't stop me. And it's just like, you you're, you know, you should stay in where, you know, within a safe range. We're trying yeah. to know it's not very safe. And uh, she just looked like an absolute idiot yeah so she just I, just
0: I think this was an anti mask demonstration yesterday right uh, yeah. with her and her three cronies or whatever but anyway um yeah so I'll, max Clifford uh helped him to kind of market it um and speaking of which actually, this is something that I was in i remember I think I told you to start before where I was in gamestop once, and I saw the, these these this dad and this mother, and they had this kid, and he was probably i'd say eight years old seven or eight hmm. and he was like, Oh, I want Grand Theft Auto.' And, like, uh, the mother was like, I don't think we should get in that game. And I was like, it's fine. I think it's just, like, you know, driving. You know, and I was <laughs> like, I was like don't pick him up that game.
1: <laughs> you know, it's 18s for a reason, you know. But like, um, I, I remember playing the original Grand Theft Auto. Like, we never had it. But, like, my mates had it. But I mm-hmm. remember, I mean, maybe I was 10. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know what, dude? What, what seemed the most alarming thing about it was Kill Frenzy. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Because you, they would suddenly give you a high-powered weapon of some form, and yeah, job would be to kill as many people as possible. That was the only time where I was like, "Whoa, this is yeah, yeah, this is a different kind of." Yeah, and there is controversy with this game, which we will get into later.
0: Yeah, but I think the the violence in this game is kind of like comedic almost. You know, it's kind of like slapstick almost. It's not, you know. Mm. realistic to the point of you know being a oh, holy crap but yeah I, I know what you're saying yeah um, okay so yeah so the hauser brothers and bmg um ended up oh sorry i should say that the company um bmg was bought by take two um who had a company in um had an office in new york so the houses and the bmg employees moved to the headquarters in new york and set up rockstar games there And they also set up a Rockstar Canada, which worked on the expansion for GTA, um, which was GTA London, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that was a terrible game. Do you remember that? It was it was just like reskin GTA, wasn't it? Yeah, but I yeah, yeah, it just wasn't as fun. It was just I don't know. I just I remember that game was everywhere, and it was kind of like oh, sick of looking at this, you know? Yeah. yeah, so then they also developed some games um, on the N64, including Body Harvest. Do you remember that game? No. It was like this game where you would you were kind of shooting aliens and stuff. Um, you, I think you'd know the cover of it. Like you're kind of in this hazmat suit on the cover with like a, you know, a, what's that sign you have? A radio. You a radioactive sign? Yeah, exactly. You would definitely know how to see it. Um, which I think that's the word. am I'm thinking of. Do you know what? I'm thinking of another game. <laughs> the one where you have to stop the missile hitting things and you cl- clear, break up everything on
1: the way there. It's by Rare. Uh, I'm not sure about that one. Yeah, but Bonnie Harvest. Blast Corpse. Uh, yeah, Bonnie Harvest is nothing like what you said. I remember Blast Corps. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: That's the one. Uh, okay, so moving on. So, um, and then they developed another game called London 1969, which was the freeware download on the PC. Um, and then GTA 2 uh, came out um, and that obviously there was a the criticism that it was graphically quite similar to the first and it wasn't uh, the smash hit that they'd hoped for to follow up the yeah. first game. Um, I should say actually that when Take-Two bought um, BMG, they, um, they got the rights to uh, release uh, GTA on the PlayStation, which is kind of where it really yeah. took off more so. Um, Okay, almost through my history here. Sorry, folks. I know this is like reading the book, and it is. Um, So David Jones left Rockstar towards the end of the second game, um, citing ownership uh, changes and lack of time to develop the game, which was apparently a big deal. They were kind of, you know, they were used to working on the game slowly, methodically, and, like, they were like, oh, no, get get the second one out as quickly as possible. So, um, yeah, after that, he went to Scotland and set up some more development studios, including Rage Software, and worked on a PC title, Mobile Forces, and then he co-founded Real Time Worlds, which made uh, an Xbox 360 game. You might know. Do you have any idea what it is? I don't. Crackdown. Crackdown. I don't remember this yeah. name. What's that game? Yeah. Um, I didn't play it, but I do remember kind of, you know, the cover of the of the game and like you know a couple of screens. So, but I think it was like a third person shooter as well
1: okay fair enough
0: <coughs> excuse me <clears throat> okay so the houses in dmg began to work on gta 3 and um, which obviously as i said before they wanted to move it into 3d um, and if you remember there was a game around this time that kind of already did the 3d thing do you remember what it was It was a driver yeah yeah, yeah. so i remember that and it was like i remember playing i was like oh this is really cool but you couldn't get out of the car yeah 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 in the first one and um they were kind of like developed but it was like a city pretty much and they were developing and um, the second one which was uh going to allow you to get out of the car and explore the city on foot um but gta was like oh, a You better get there before them yeah. um they forged a relationship with sony and made it a ps2 exclusive and they said that they felt that like GTA 2 allowed too much freedom without a story so they wanted to make the story a motivation for GTA 3 which which we can see um and so yeah so the thing was apparently they didn't know if this was going to sell very well I and mean, they showed it off at E3 in 2001 most attendees were kind of more into the another game they were developing called State of Emergency
1: yeah yeah it was weird it yeah. was just like and that that was a similar you know third person kind of run around actually shooter game. Um but like nobody because I mean GTA one and two did pretty well. You know, they did they, they didn't do amazing. They they did okay. Um it was fun to kind of do whatever. Nobody was that mad for GTA three. Um and I guess maybe part of it is that for a PlayStation two game and stuff like that, there were better looking games out there. Because even like driver, because you couldn't get out of the car, looked better, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then, when it finally did come out, it was an unexpected hit. Anyway, we'll say. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, they had to tone it down because, unfortunately, that was the year of nine eleven. If you remember, yeah. So they kind of had to remove some like likenesses to the twin towers and you know some of the violence, from what I understand. But um, yeah. yeah, it became the biggest selling game of that year. Then.
1: Yeah, I think it was like the second biggest selling game of the year after. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was it was weird. So like it came. So I'm trying to go into the gameplay a little bit. So it was so from the first one, it, it was just a top down all the way. You could rob cars, you could, would do missions, phones would ring, you would pick them up, and you know they would all be quite similar. Escorts, you know, somebody to something else, or pick up an item, do whatever, fight some people. Um, but this one was it was down in 3D. You, same kind of thing. You can rob the cars, and what makes this game fun? What made this game just feel like nothing else? Even though they said they wanted to put more into the story, and the storyline was really. You know, it was pretty deep. The characters seemed so real. Actually, they, they like they were so fleshed out, um, mm-hmm. and they were all these kind of over the top mob characters. They were kind of meant to be. They were quite, you know, influenced by like Scarface and Goodfellas, and, and, and you know, those kind of mafia films.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and they they got real actors to to do the voice in this, the voice yeah. acting in this. Yeah, they got um, hold on. I I got you know the guy who plays like the Judas character in Matrix. What's his name?
1: Oh, yeah, what's his name?
0: Joe, is it Joe Pentiliano?
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, he he voiced the characters. Frank Vincent voiced the character, and Michael Madsen also voiced the
1: character. Yeah, and I mean, and you know, going a little bit ahead, but in the um, San Andreas, Samuel L. Jackson was the voice of the cop, you know.
0: Oh, I never knew that. Yeah, I mean, listen back to it. It's just Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson playing Samuel L. Jackson.
1: <laughs> Basically. I mean, that's he's kind of become that sort of actor at this point, isn't he? <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. He's Apart so... from Deep Blue Sea. I, lo- I love the way he was killed off in that.
1: Oh, yeah. But, uh, really, <laughs> DG Jack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, did you ever see Django Unchained? No, I haven't. No. He's weird in that because he looks... He sounds like Samuel Jackson, but they dress him up in like this kind of old kind of makeup. And it's really odd. I think it's the least him I've I've seen, you know, but it's uh, yeah, OK. Yeah, he's really good in it. But anyway, so they brought this out and uh, then they put more into the characters, more to the story. But the most fun thing about this game for was the freedom of it. You know, yeah, absolutely. The of people I know who they went, and they played this game and they just never did the missions. They just went mm-hmm. and played it by you get into a car you know you drive it around you know you can fight with the police and all and the basic premise was meant to be you had to do you know you were just after getting out of prison um at the very start of the game you rob a bank and you get caught uh, and then you get out and then you start doing favors for different mafia leaders different crime bosses different people in different areas trade
0: uh, by your girlfriend as well we should say yeah, 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 yeah. Leaves it for dead,
1: yeah. Become the character and as it goes on and so you're kind of just, you're moving up through you know, these different kind of things. The uh, Missions are getting bigger and stuff like that. Um, But the, the thing that was fun was just, you know, the city was real. It felt real. and felt alive. You could get into a car and depending on the car you went, it was faster. It was more fun. It was harder to control. If you robbed a fire truck, it was harder to stop. The more crimes yeah. you committed... The more police would come after you, the more aggressive they'd get, and then the yeah. police, and then eventually the military <laughs> the tanks and helicopters. Yeah, um, it was brilliant. It was just, it was just wild, and you know, and as you said, from the mistake that happened in the first one, they wouldn't try to re- like they they could kind of arrest you, but they'd be firing on sight, they'd be ramming your car into like you know into like the river and stuff like that you would be, you know, you'd be just running away from mad as like, bullets came in and you, your car would start smoking, it's going to explode. you got to get yeah. out and rob another car straight away. Yeah, um, You just keep going. Um, huge variety of weapons. A game that had a lot of humor in it.
0: You know? Yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: Like, like there was a thing where a lot of the missions, they had a little remote, remote control uh, car that was a bomb. I remember that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And that was really good fun to kind of control. There was missions where you could rob boats and you could, you know, do that kind of stuff. There was ones where you could rob planes and, you you know, you'd have to do different, you know, control that. Um, I always remember going to the airport it was really fun. But like That you was know, so cool. You could go, you could just go anywhere. If you flew, if you drove to the part of the city that was an airport, there'd be less people, it'd be really open. There'd be planes, you could rob different vehicles. If you went to a a bit where there was like triads around the place, there'd be different gang members. And If you annoyed them in a certain mission, they'd shoot on you on site and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. There would be just this complete freedom. You could rob a taxi and then you could start working as a taxi man. (laughs) Pick people up and bring them around.
0: Yeah, and you could do the same thing with ambulances.
1: Yeah, yeah. You'd have
0: to go pick up people, save them. It's like,
1: okay. Which is just, you know, the, the fact that like I've never had a game like that and i think part of the thing which made it feel really real was these radio stations that just Mm. went on and just played these different songs and you could tune it to different channels and it would be like real real world and i believe they hired real djs and stuff like that and wrote scripts for them and wrote ads for them and stuff
0: yeah yeah
1: and it had real songs in it this yeah in the old uh, gtas every car you stole had a set song to that car So it would make it kind of feel like a bit more. There is a variety of stuff. But, you know, if you got whatever car, it would sound, it would just be that kind of music. Whereas you could rob a car and then you could crash it, get into a different car, tune to that radio, and it would be that same song a little bit further on, real time passed in it and stuff like that, or the same Mm -hmm. kind of chat show thing. Um, And there'd be times you'd be driving around and the characters, the DJ characters would have names and stuff like that and you would you know i'd be driving but like, i don't want to get out of the car i want to hear where this funny dialogue is yeah going.
0: that's um, exactly, the that guy was exactly the same yeah
1: which is just you know like real world when you get somewhere you just sit in your car so a song finishes you know um but anyway sorry i should actually say when they were doing this game you play as as claude mm. the character who didn't get his name until the next gta came out what he, they, what they you never mentioned his name are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, for ages. I days,
0: thought he no. I thought he was called Claude, but like no one says sure his that.
1: name. Maybe no one says no. No one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, I I heard that yeah. that, that wasn't mentioned for like, <clears> like a year later. Uh, and you have no dialogue. You don't say anything throughout it. You're a silent protagonist. Hmm. Um, and you're just you know people are like, you go do this or you get those people and you just kind of like nod and walk off and you do whatever.
0: Yeah, um, I I have to say in most games I don't like that, but in this I didn't mind it.
1: It, yeah, I didn't I didn't really mind it, because I guess it just gave you, it, it properly felt like the freedom of, of the yeah. run, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, where you could go and do whatever it was that you wanted to do. Um, but I just, like, you know, the, the way you're saying it doesn't take it so seriously, you could put in, like, the cheat codes, and you could get, like, you know, a flamethrower or a rocket launcher or whatever, you could spawn. Tanks. Yeah, a, suddenly just spawn a tank and drive around. Yeah,
0: could you fly planes in this one? Do you remember? I don't remember yeah. if you could or not. You can. Yeah.
1: yeah oh yeah, God,
0: really amazing, good.
1: amazing. Hard to fly, hard to land. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was really, it was really good, and I think just like little details that seemed real, or, or at least you know, real in our perceived idea of these of this world. Of if you rob a car and the police are after you, you can go and because they're looking for your car, you mm. can get a new paint job on the car. Yeah, and
0: they yeah. don't
1: recognize it, so they can't find you anymore. Like that, it's just that kind of thing. Of you know, it seems real. They know. I mean, obviously, it's silly because they could be watching you very closely. Drive in, <laughs> then you drive back out, and the car would be on fire, and then it'd be fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's just it. It had that mix of what was silly fun, but like believe it. You know, the, the world made sense as you went mm. through it. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And like, like I, th- I remember I stood this thing, which is just this game did maybe bring out some dark things in people. <laughs> But I, oh yeah, I used to go to the top of a uh, a multi story car park, and I would get like a sniper rifle. I I I would just like shoot somebody, and if you shot like one person, all the other pedestrians would all run over to that person to see what the story was. They'd see to investigate, and then I shoot a rocket launcher at the same spot. So then suddenly loads of them would get hit by the <laughs> rocket launcher, and then immediately a helicopter would show up and they'd start shooting at me. But I'd have a rocket launcher. Out. <laughs> Um yeah it would just see how, how far you could get while you yeah. know and then you would start that I would start that chase on the top of a building which I would then jump off at a ramp you know yeah uh, which was just it was just so much fun to, to play that
0: game yeah that's yeah that's, that is one of those games where it's kind of like a life simulator almost not like you know a real life simulator but you know like yeah. just the, the the huge world and the fact you can go anywhere and do anything yeah. drive through the park like you know driving to a police station you know it was yeah. just um yeah the freedom was incredible and i think at a time where you were kind of like maybe previous 3d games are more like you know cartoony like mario and stuff like that yeah. not half as detailed and i always remember like Heidi O'Kojima who is kind of seen as like, you know, this this person who pushes barriers and limits and, you know, um in the gaming industry, he was like so jealous of this game. Like, you know, he couldn't believe how big they made it and like, you know, how detailed it was, and the freedom, yeah. you know, because he, you know, he sees himself as a bit of a kind of director almost, you know. And um, so I, I think that's a, that says a lot for how big of a game it is and how, how,
1: how great it is. I think it's just like it showed you stuff. And then you could do it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. You, you know, sometimes you see that in a game you're like, oh, I want to I wanna drive that golf buggy. And then this, yeah. you know, you go and you get it. And you're like, oh, this is fun. Or I want to drive that luggage carrier in the airport. <laughs> and yeah. It was, it was yeah. Really yeah. Slow, but it's funny. And, you know, it showed you things. And you're like, yeah, you can do it. Yeah, you yeah. can do it. You yeah. Can do it. You yeah. Can get this motorbike and fly up this ramp and stuff. And you'll die, but you can mm. do it.
0: You know? um, <laughs> I remember... Playing this game a lot, like you know, years and years ago, and then like going out in my actual car, and like I saw a guard car, and I was like, oh shit, like they've got me, you know. And I was like, that that shows you, like, you know, how almost realistic the game was. That like my mind was still in that mode of like, you know, watch for the cops, you know. (laughs) Uh,
1: I feel like that sometimes. Where like, if I go into a shop and then I'm walking through the scanners, I'm like, and I've never stolen anything. I was like, hope this doesn't beep. (laughs) Just like, yeah.
0: It was like oh, yeah. i'm terrible like that and like, especially in airport security Like, it's like i've never ever like done anything i shouldn't be doing but it's like holy shit like you know it's, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just the anticipation of it you know and just anxiety
1: like oh.
0: yeah exactly
1: um so this we were saying this kind of came out and it just sort of took over everything but it did such a big deal driver which was often compared to it then started going down the same route as gta you know, they started mm-hmm. you know, to let you get out of your car. And actually, when driver first came out, uh, well, sorry, when the 3D driver where you were allowed to get out of the car came out, came out before GTA. The first oh, one. it is. Okay. Not the same, but not, it's just, it wasn't, it, it wasn't as populated. It wasn't as fun. It didn't feel as real. Yeah.
0: Um, much fewer people walking around and stuff.
1: Yeah, very much so. And. It just everything looked so different in this game you know you you were in you know you could know if you were in a area that had you know a different type of neighborhood where there'd be different gangs around or it could be different as i said if you drove to the airport there'd be less people you could drive through the countryside where there'd be almost nobody and this thing used to always happen to me where i'd be driving like on a wild chase or like on a plane or something and it would be like late at night and then I, I'd like fall out and the car would smash because I drove over like a mountain and I'd jump out of it. Like, oh, OK. And there'd be nobody nearby. There'd be no cars. I'd be in the middle of nowhere. I was like, oh, <laughs> God. And you just start running on this empty road because it's late at night and it's meant to be in the area for such a long time. Going, oh, I wish there was a car.
0: Yeah, um, I love the way um, Claude jumped as well.
1: What would he just like really lift his knees
0: up? <laughs> yeah, it's like really awkward looking, you know, and like you're running down. Like his body shape was really unusual. <laughs> you know, he was kind of lucky in a weird way. Yeah.
1: I think, um I think actually, like you know, we, as I'm saying, when you see the people walking around, like they're very polygonal. Yeah, you know? they are. But yeah, well, the fact is, they they all like reacted. You know what I mean? They would run. Yeah. Into the if you punched one person like a random they'd try and fight you back and they would chase yeah,
0: you. Yeah, was, that was so cool.
1: You know, and it, it, like it, the fact that in so many games, even modern games now, and it's not a fault of those games. It's just, they're different types of games where, you know, there's somebody there and you just can't talk to this person because they're just meant there to fill up the kind of area. You know, you can't hit them. You can't do whatever. They're just there. And they may look brilliant and have great realistic animations they're doing. But in this game, you could interact with everything. You know? Yeah, yeah, except for buildings, you couldn't really go into buildings.
0: <laughs> ah, yeah, well, that would be too much, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, even Final Fantasy 7 Remake doesn't let you do that.
1: Yeah, yeah, well, into some of them, yeah, because there's just there's a lot going on with them. Um, they're shit. You're wrong, you like them. <laughs> <though. laughs> there yeah. was
0: actually an estimated, uh, eight, I, from what I read, 18,000 lines of dialogue Made for this game.
1: Wow, that's huge! Yeah, that's yeah, huge. I think, actually, I, there were so many different characters you could do missions for. And I think sometimes <clears throat> this game, because it's so open, when you do the missions, they're not as much fun. Because what you want to do is have the fun of doing whatever it is that you know, you've got the freedom to it. You know, you're driving around, and then suddenly a motorbike goes by, you're like, ooh, I want to get in that. You know, Or you're mm-hmm. driving around yeah. and, like a group of gangs or a police kind of or whatever, like, ooh, let's you know, have some fun here, do whatever. Yeah. And sometimes that was difficult to recreate in the storyline. Because, I mean, you you know, you you have an option of a game. You can have a really heavy story-driven game, like The First Last of Us or whatever, you know what I mean? Where, you know, there is, like, no uh, kind of exploration outside of what you're doing, where you're meant to go. Very linear. But brilliant. An excellent mm-hmm. storyline all the way through And then mm-hmm. you've got like, uh, other games where, I know people were thinking about, like, Red Dead Redemption, also done by Rockstar, um, mm-hmm. where you're less interested in the storyline because the world is so big and the, the idea of you can go to these places and see these things is way more fun. Yeah. Um so it, it is difficult to get that challenge right. But I think one thing they did really well is they would introduce and unlock more stuff the more you played the game, you know, because you would then get missions where you could go to a different part of the city or a different city on the other side. Um or you would get, you know, access to a car you couldn't normally get or over to a weapon you could normally get, or like we were saying, the little remote control cars with the bomb on it, stuff Mm -hmm, like that, mm -hmm. which is a really good way of keeping it interesting, but it is really difficult to do that, of going, here's a world you can do whatever you want this, but for this mission, you can only do this, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, true. And they had uh, three different islands in this game, we should say. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, they unlocked bit by bit. and it, it, It felt huge, Mm-hmm. If you see Grand Theft Auto <laughs> like Yeah, I haven't played anyone after three, I don't think. I might have played a bit of,
0: bit of Vice City, but yeah.
1: Have you? The, yeah, a little bit. So so there was Vice City, which came out like a year later, mm. you know, which was uh, Grand, Theft Auto, Grand Theft Auto in the 80s, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which was uh, they had the character, was able to do his own thing a lot more. He had dialogue, and they just polished up and gave you a bit more option. And then the next one, which came out, with San Andreas which was mm-hmm. a lot of people's favorites um, mm-hmm. it was uh, well one thing is that you played as like a black character so it mm-hmm. kind of had a bit of that thing of you know the treatment of black characters and black neighborhoods and black culture and stuff obviously I, I, I uh, would a negative spin on it because it is yeah you know, all, but the entire world of these games is all gang related you know, whether it's mafia or you know a different type of thing um, mm-hmm. where you live in these areas and you do these crimes and stuff like that um, but in that one you had real freedom. You could get a haircut. You could decide your clothes. You could decide yeah. where you eat. The more you eat unhealthy food, the fatter you got. You could go to yeah. gym and exercise. The more you <laughs> exercise, the stronger you got, the faster you got. Um, and so it was really cool. You could also like ride a bike, which was really fun you know, <laughs> in, the, in that one. Um, and then they did four, and then five, and stuff like that. And yeah. um, like even now, the online community for GTA Five is pretty big. They actually yeah. had this... Did you hear about the whole um, alien debate? No. So you could get this uh, alien suit, just a like green alien suit in Grand Theft Auto V, and this online community started up where they, everybody would put on this green alien suit and they would go to like an area and they would just beat up other players in the game uh, who were doing the thing. And then this rival gang of like the blue alien suit, they would all wear this and they would protect those people by fighting the green aliens and then <laughs> the uh, like men in black group would have where people would wear suits and they would be there to stop both of those aliens and stuff. Like that. <laughs> and it was just this game that was completely made up by the people within it. Like this was, nothing was organized by rockstar for this. So cool. Just these groups of people, these online communities decided to like, Hey, like let's all put on these suits, and start attacking people. It wouldn't that be funny. You Brilliant. Know? Um, so, I mean, I think that was um, earlier this year or last year. So like these games are still huge. A lot of people are playing them. They up. are.
0: Yeah. And speaking of huge, like this this game was like a feat of engineering, you know, to fit yeah. this much on a disc. And the thing is, now you can get it on your mobile.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like isn't that
0: unbelievable?
1: Yeah, it is. Meant. And
0: it's an and it's an enhanced, updated version.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you put these symptoms, these symptoms, systems into it. Like it is. Meant. Yeah, it is yeah.
0: So. Nice. And it shows how far we've come.
1: I'm going to mention a little bit of the controversies. No, go ahead. So, as kind of normal with, with just a lot of adult kind of games and stuff like that, there is a group of people who like say that it's violent and this is responsible for the shootings and stuff like that. Um, and people were like, "Oh yeah, we were in kind of a, We saw this thing by this game. These are like ill people." you know, and, you know, if they, people say they gave these ideas from different reasons, you know what I mean? The guy who killed John Lennon said it because he wanted to be, you know, his level of fame and he loved them and, you know, he was there for an autograph yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. Are you going to blame John Lennon for that, you know? Like, this stuff, mm. like, these were video game recreations of Scarface and mob films and stuff like that, you know what I mean? Yeah, little kids shouldn't be playing this stuff, they should be supervised while, while they're doing it. Um... But like you know, these games are available everywhere, um, and there's on you know most of these countries do not have problems with gun violence. You know True. what I mean? like, yeah, like the, yeah. these kind of things are going whatever, and and not to kind of you know I don't want to get into a literal thing about, you know gun safety and that and that kind of stuff, um, but like these it's it's a target that's kind of being blamed you know a lot as as mm. I said in the last episode, you know hundreds of years ago people blamed. Violence and crimes and bad behavior on novels because that 's what they yeah do, you
0: know? but see like when you 're playing a violent video game or a, a game this term a violent video game like it 's nothing like interacting it like doing those things in real life, you know you 're not connected to it in the same way, and you know i i, I just don 't see the connection between games and and real life violence I, I just really don 't because like it has never made me want to be violent um i know mm-hmm. it's a game and it's fun and like you know like i i to be honest i wouldn't really gravitate towards a lot of games like grand theft auto anyway I, you know i prefer you know role playing games and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. but um yeah i mean it, it's a game you know and yeah i mean it, it. you feel disconnected from it in the sense that you know you know it's a game yeah yeah you yeah.
1: know yeah so I but anyway, sorry, so just going back to the controversies. So, so this was, it was delayed because of 9 11. So it was uh, yeah. eventually finally released on October 22nd, uh, 2001. Um, and which is just so long ago. Yeah, right? it's crazy. I saw this thing where the time, the gap between now and I think Super Mario Sunshine is longer than the gap between Super Mario Sunshine and the original Mario Bros. That's insane. Isn't it? That is insane. So um it's been a long time. <laughs> it's been a long time. Um, yeah, so so because of uh, September 11, it got delayed. And their offices were in New York. They also, they wanted to change some stuff. So one thing they did was, it's in the fictional city of Liberty City. The, they changed the color of the uh, police cars to look more like a, uh, LA American police car rather than a New York American police car mm-hmm. um, apparently there was a, a mission I, I've heard mixed things I heard one where there was a mission where you you had to crash a plane into a building I heard one where it, Uh-oh. it, mm-hmm. it looked like that was the case it looked like a building was colliding uh, a plane was colliding with a building but that wasn't that, you know they said that that wasn't true that wasn't actually in the game so mm-hmm. I don't know if people just kind of went look they just toned down some of this stuff they said they they changed like 1% of the game uh, basically, uh, but overall, um, the biggest effect was it, it, it delayed it. You know, uh, it delayed mm. the release of it because of, I mean, you know, the world kind of changed that day, didn't it? So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. So the music for this, mm-hmm. uh, did you pick music from the original soundtrack, or did you do it from?
0: I didn't. I did actually. Didn't do any music because now you? that you're saying. I thought that it was. I thought that all the music in this game was just existing songs. Was there a soundtrack
1: as well? well? No, I think aside from, um, I'm not sure. I think most of it was existing songs. So I wasn't sure if you were going to take them or even if we could yeah. read them without getting in trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: but I do have clips, but they're all from uh, the radio. Okay. Um, yeah,
1: yeah. Come on, then C- give them. Yeah.
0: Out. Okay. So this, uh, as we said, like, you know, the radio in this game was just absolutely fantastic. You know, really kind of realistic and made you feel like you were part of the game. And so I think this was all from the Chatterbox radio station featuring Les Lowe. So I'd say my favorite. Yeah, my favorite too. So uh, this is the first one. And here we go.
2: Okay, and speaking of impossible, Jane from Cedar Grove is on the line, and she wants to talk about how difficult it is being a parent today. Hello, Jane.
3: Hi, Laszlo. I love the show. I'm a first-time caller. I wanted to say something about these video games. They are warping our kids' minds. My son's dog Bugle got hit by a truck, and he says, Mommy, Mommy, where's the reset button? Kids these days, they think life is a game. Well, it's not a game, Laszlo. It is very, very serious. I let my kid play video games, and now he runs around the house looking for gold coins. This is teaching our children to go chase money. My little Sam's been playing this new video game called Pogo the Monkey. Yeah, I've heard of that one. His shop teacher called me today, and Sam made a homemade banana cannon in shop class and was lobbing them across the street at a fast food restaurant. And it's all because of video games. Laszlo, life does not have a reset button.
2: Right, but this show does. I love that button.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's brilliant, isn't it? Really good, yeah. That's really good. They had a, They actually had a lot of tongue in cheek. They in um, a lot of the games they had names of characters who you would like shoot or attack would be the names of characters uh, of real people from the development team behind Driver. Ah, really? Yeah, yeah. Called <laughs> themselves uh, kind of rivals. Including, I think there's one character who you have to chase after, who's got quite a feminine run, which was named after. <laughs> uh, I think there's the director of uh, of Driver. <laughs>
0: right, okay Um, yeah I love that that tongue in cheek uh, you know um, saying life is not a video game in a video game Yeah, yeah, and then you know she's fact that like he's chasing gold coins that he (laughs) teaches him to chase money (laughs) that's probably I bet you some parents did say that about the original Mario
1: I I wouldn't be surprised at all some people blame the video game
0: (laughs) Okay, so this next one is a commercial on one of the radio stations, which I found really funny.
2: But I'd like to say, if anyone else is stressed, might I recommend Equinox from Zaibatsu Pharmaceuticals? We'll be back after these important messages. Now
3: out! I used to be concerned and nervous about the future. Sometimes I'd get scared before an important event, such as childbirth or family funeral. Hey, sometimes you need a little help navigating life's trouble spots. That's when I discovered Equinox.
1: After the divorce and losing
3: little
2: Tommy, life was getting me down. I couldn't focus on anything at work. After trying Equinox, I've been employee of the month three times in a row. I used to fall unconscious for hours at a time. Now with Equinox, I never need to sleep. Equinox is new from Saibatsu Pharmaceuticals. Ask your doctor about Equinox today. Equinox may cause nausea, loss of sleep, blurred vision, mood, age, kidney problems, and breathing irregularities. Do not take Equinox if you're operating in the machinery, driving a car, pregnant, a childbearing age. i have happy you're family history of mental disorders. <laughs> Equinox, softening life's harsh realities.
0: <laughs> that's, uh, that's like a good. real lot. yeah uh, I love that I used to fall unconscious for hours at a time <laughs> um, yeah so uh, let me see what's next so here is another caller Chatterbox hello you're on the air
3: uh, yes I'd like to say something about these damn people on trains and buses in the city who yammer on and on into their cell phones I'm really glad we get to hear about what you're having for dinner what we should do is herd them up and put them on an island I am the president of a group called Citizens Raging Against Phones. Crap? Exactly.
2: Your organization's called crap. What, what kind of moron are you? You, you want to round people up for using a phone, but you're, you're calling up on a phone to, to tell the world about it. I mean, how many people are there in this crap?
3: Citizens are raging against phones, Laszlo.
2: How many people?
3: There are three of us. It's hard organizing meetings without the phone, though. We've had to resort to carrier pigeons, and they keep disappearing.
2: What are you speaking to me on? What's, it, what's that in your hand?
3: I am not the problem. You are, and you're perpetuating the downfall of mankind. Liberty City was great before phones ruined everything.
2: Liberty City was a church, a cow pasture, and three houses when the telephone was invented. Liar! You're the liar.
3: Liar, liar, pants on fire. What are you? Are you, are you
2: three years old?
3: Lazo's a liar. Lazo's a liar. I bet that isn't even your real name. Shut up. You shut up. Stupid. Nanny, nanny, boo-boo, stick your head in doo-doo.
2: Oh, we're going to commercials.
0: <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, okay, so this is the last one I have. This is when he had a guest on the show. So, here we go. Just look at me. I could tear a phone book in half with my bare toes. In fact, Lavlo, I could easily
2: chop this desk in two half desks. This desk is made of two inch thick composite wood pulp and has a mahogany veneer finish. It has three drawers and knowing this station, it costs $100. In his own words, Reed Tucker is about to smash it into two half
1: desks. Take it away, Reed. Ladies and gentlemen, I already visualized the desk in two half desks and now I shall make it so. Dragon stance.
3: Hey yeah! Oh ow, oh oh! Lasso, lasso! I think I hurt my hand. And my my pinky's all bent the wrong way.
1: <laughs> like the Ron? the
0: lengths they went to 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 make you know these kind of ads and guests and stuff. Like you know the storylines. It's just fantastic.
1: I was gonna say, like, it sounds like. So do, do you remember when Alan Partridge had like the the chat show? Mm-hmm. It's it sounds like that kind of thing, that level of like you know skit and sketch writing and stuff like that, where they're getting people in and like oh how it you know you run the show and this idiot calls in and says this kind of stuff, but this is all just background music. Like you can if you don't ever want to tune to that radio station, you'll never hear that. Yeah. No. Yeah. Which is just like you know the world building they did. It was just it felt real because you could flick through and. You know, if you kept on going through at everything and all the different hours of, of content that was on the radios and stuff and different songs, you would never kind of go. You you would never gonna go. Oh, the same thing again. Or, I reached this end really quickly. It would be a long time of it where you would feel yeah. like this is a real world. This is a person who is calling in, which is kind of what the real radio is like. Of if you're just going around, you know, you get to your car and then somebody calls in, you're like, who is this idiot? Like, you know?
0: mm. And and you think about that, like the bang you're getting for your book yeah you know like it's it's unbelievable like you're saying you you'd you'd sit in your car in the game just listen to the radio which is just you know it's amazing to think like that level of detail 20 years ago yeah you know it's stunning yeah uh, so two decades ago you know
1: but i mean the things that this game did not feel like it was that you know that it was that old like Mm. i mean just think of the other games you were playing like the other I don't know, uh, like, a pretty groundbreaking game around that time would have been, like, Metal Gear Solid 2 or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, which, you know, it looked better than this did. Um, yeah. It seemed like it was pretty big. The characters seemed kind of real. L- you know, look at the the difference. And, I mean, and that's a great game. But, I mean, like, you mm-hmm. know, the amount of dialogue in Gran the amount of freedom, the difference is the fact that you, you know, you so rarely hit a wall in that game. As mm-hmm. in, you know, a, a digital wall, which you couldn't go past. Yeah, you know, yeah. It was just that point of, you know, you could just keep driving and driving and driving to different areas. You could go into, you know, oh, this like army base is locked off. Oh, I can, actually can get over this bit of the wall and stuff. Like and now I'm in there and there's different things that are going on. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it was it had an insane level of freedom.
0: Yeah. Just this amazing feat, you know, um, of gaming history. Yeah. yeah. Always be remembered as for me, the game that that launched uh, sandbox games in in the way they are now. You know, yeah. Um, so. Yeah. Do you have anything else before we move on to the best part of the the
1: pod? Uh, I think that's it. I think that's it for me. Uh, I think I've kind of gone through everything. Um, I just can't believe how old, how old this game is. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm. Ex- it's exactly the same. It's scary, you know. God. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So let's see. No, no. I always forget what hockey I have. All right, here we go.
2: Test your might. No, you are not tripping. That is an emu.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you ready? Yeah, yeah go on. <laughs> okay, now <clears throat> I'm going to give you multiple choice for the first three because you're crap at these these, these, uh, quizzes. It's good to know you, All mean, right? Mm-hmm. Good to know you believe in me. <laughs> exactly. So, question number one: What in sixty-four games did Danhauser cite as not being an inspiration for this game? Is it A. Mario sixty-four, B. Ocarina of Time, or C. Goldeneye? Goldeneye. Yes. Oh, damn you!
3: <laughs>
0: Brilliant. Okay. Uh, all the songs featured on Flashback FM are from which movie? Is it A, Goodfellas, B, Scarface, or C, The Godfather? Goodfellas. <laughs>
1: uh.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, what is the name of the taxi company in Grand Theft Auto 3? Is it A, Bad Boy Taxis, B, Mean street taxis. C. Death row
1: taxis. Mean street. Yes.
0: (laughs) Uh, All right. Okay. So you got two right. One wrong. So this means that I have to give you a bonus question. And if you get it wrong, you've got everything wrong.
1: I did like this game is set up to make me fail. You know, if I get above fifty percent, <laughs> I get the, opp- the opportunity to lose <laughs> it all, or I lose straight away. <laughs> exactly, that's just the way how I like
0: quizzes. <laughs> all right, so
1: you'll receive a nice bonus when the work is done.
0: Okay, so Grand Theft Auto and okay, Grand Theft Auto Three was the best selling game in two thousand and one. And as you said earlier, it was the best-selling game of 2002. What was the first or what was the best-selling game of 2002? Vice City. Yes! Damn you.
1: Bullshit. <laughs> yes. I'm the smartest man alive. That wasn't even options. <laughs>
3: Sorry.
0: You had the audience laughing there. Um, yeah. So, look. After I win?
1: You win the bottle of water you're drinking right now. Right, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I was going to say, um, do you watch Tiger King? What's his name? Joe Exotic. I watched some of it. I didn't think it was great. I listened to the podcast and I thought that, that was actually better than the show. I didn't, didn't listen to that, actually. Mm. But um, did you get to the episode about the dude who, like, Tony Montana is based on? No. There's Ta- this... Guy, so because um, you know the, this game is kind of based on those old kind of um, mafia films and stuff like that. So Tony Montana is based on this dude who actually like got a tiger to like feed somebody to, who actually like cut somebody up with like a chainsaw and stuff like that. Like this former oh god, and it's just it is insane. This character, it's just like he like he is this mental guy. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. But just the fact that these people are real, you
0: know? Right. Oh, yeah. Well, they're definitely real. I mean, you know. I never... I didn't see that in Tiger King at all. Yeah, yeah. I, it's, it's towards the later
1: episodes, yeah. Is he the guy who bought the park? No. With the young girl? No, no, no. He was one of um, I mean, everybody in that entire series is mental, you know? No, he's in he's Yeah. Down. He's somebody yeah. who I think he may have... Bought a tiger off him, or he got somebody in connection, somebody who bought like exotic. Oh,
0: animals. oh, I think I you know who it is now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he mentions
1: in it that it is the character is based off him. You know, God, but, but it's weird. He's not even like bragging. You know, he's just yeah. like, well, you know, I didn't know what to do. I had to get rid of his body, so you know, or it's like, well, oh. I didn't do it. I, you know,
0: God, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah, uh, you know that 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 fucking show like his husband that shot himself by mistake yeah 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 that was just like oh my god what a way to lose your life it was just such a shame you know it
1: was yeah. horrible it was um, it was that was pretty horrific yeah and yeah the reaction of the guy i
0: know i know yeah it's, it was horrendous it's messed up it is messed up yeah um, but, but anyway
1: on a cheer you yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah we hope you enjoyed the podcast uh on another note <laughs> sorry about that um thanks very much for listening guys yes um, we'll hopefully be back next week with another exciting episode about something else who knows uh what's going to be next in the roulette wheel Um i don't have much else to say yusuf do you have anything
1: uh just thank you everybody for listening and um if you would like to get in touch the email address is press the action button pod at gmail.com and um, thanks again for everybody new who's listening if you uh, can rate the uh, episode that would be fantastic uh if you can't do that or if you have already done that uh if you just want to tell other people you think might be interested that'd be great and we would of course love to hear from you
0: absolutely so uh thanks everyone Um, and you said if you're ready grab a seal some veal and shaquille o'neal and meet me down the ferris wheel do be real goodbye (laughs) bye